High Romance by Diane Seuss. And then Keats's ghost found that he could no longer love Fanny Braun. He'd escaped the body like a love letter from its envelope, and he'd flown like a love letter in a windstorm. He'd seen that the words formed from ink melted in the rain. Words he now knew, and he'd once been such a devotee, didn't matter. Or didn't matter so much as he'd believed they mattered. Something mattered, he knew. But whatever it was, he couldn't put words to it. Or he didn't have the heart to put words to it. He did feel love, but it was an arrow without a target. It was diffuse, like an atomized perfume, or stars as the poor see them who cannot afford glasses. He saw that Fanny, as she was known, was a concept, just as he had been a concept. They each inhabited the same amount of space, like a tablespoon of butter and a tablespoon of lard. In a book, they would each occupy a single page, their brains encased in cranial bones and flesh and heads of hair could each rest on a single silk pillow. Ideas, he found, don't die. Even notions fly like cottonwood seeds through the air, and love had been a notion. He saw that Fanny in time would slip free of herself. Everything does, in time, even roses, even stones, foothills, fleas, and poems. Rhyme, he saw, existed on its own behalf. He could catch it like a bird catches an air current. From above, he could see that Fanny was not trifling. Nothing from above is trifling, nor more compelling than anything else. His love for her, he saw, had been an invention of the mind. Only belief could sustain it, but he could no longer sustain belief. Now and then he'd try it on again. Love like a fancy hat that he could not afford and now appeared ludicrously over-designed. Once, his ghost managed to look at her again through the gauzy curtains that hung over her bedroom window. His gaze was too objective to find her beautiful, but objectivity itself, that was beautiful. 